the college experience SEC conference preview between the Florida Gators and Alabama Crimson Tide on the Sports Gambling Podcast Networks presented by MyBookie.ag. MyBookie is doing everything they can to help hashtag DGENS only cash big. Use the promo code SGP for a 50% deposit bonus. That's MyBookie.ag, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy is a new daily fantasy sports app built specifically for player props. Download the app in the App Store and use the promo code SGP for an instant deposit match up to $50. That's thrivefantasy.com, promo code SGP. Sign up and prop up today. We're also brought to you by Better Than Vegas. Better Than Vegas is the home for avid sports bettors providing insight, analysis, and free betting picks from cappers and betters, including the crew from SGPN better than Vegas. It's like YouTube for sports betting. Check out all their free videos at better than Vegas dot Vegas. That's better than Vegas dot Vegas. We're also brought to you by ACE per head. ACE is the leader in paperhead providers and they make it super easy for you to start your own sports book. Plus ACE is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. Yes. Woo. Welcome. Welcome to the college experience sec conference preview between the Florida Gators and Alabama crimson tide. My name is Colby swinging Dan to base Dan, AKA pick Don D that's not a pick. This is a pick and we are picking a barn burner of a game. The Gators and the crimson tide should be fun. Should be fun here. Um, obviously, Alabama's the best. They look like the best football team on the planet in college football. Um, if you're a first time listener to the college experience, um, well, first, I hope to cash my Alabama future be winning the SEC. I think I got it like plus two hundred or plus one eighty or something. Uh, I think it was plus two hundred though. I gotta double check what that amount was, but. I'm all tied in this one. Please win, but uh, no, I mean I think Alabama's the best team. They've looked like the best team in the country, the best coached or one of the best coached. And uh, obviously they have a ridiculous amount of talent. So, uh, you know, they should, I think they should probably roll here, but I'm going to make a case. All right. I'm going to play devil's advocate. And then I'm going to tell you who I think you should bet on. Uh, If you're like, if, like I said, if you're a first time listening to the college experience, we handicap every single division one college football and college basketball game on the college experience. Make sure you subscribe. We've been over 500 handicapping every single division one college football and college basketball game for four years. I say we, I'm normally joined by two co-hosts, NC, Nick, Patty C. Uh, We pick every game, football and basketball division, anything D one. And uh, we cover it. We've been over 500, uh, way over 500 on our locks. We give it to you all for free at sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Also, we tweet out our picks daily and I'll give you the Twitter handles at the end of this episode. But, uh, but yeah, I think there's a good angle here on, uh, on, on a bet, but hear me out on my case here. And if there's one, like, 
Alabama's rolled. All right. But the only team that gave him a hard time in a way was Ole Miss. Yeah. You could say Georgia first half, but Georgia couldn't complete a pass in the second half. And Georgia was Stetson Bennett really couldn't complete many passes. They were a very limited football team. So you really look and you say, Ole Miss, that's the one team. And they still lost by 15. So, but they put up a 48 number on, on Bama's defense and made it the whole question. One, you know, the whole made the whole country question that Alabama defense. And since then, everyone's like, well, they fixed the problems defensively. Now I'm going to make an, an argument here that says, I don't know that they did, right? They probably did knowing Saban defensive coach, um, probably did. I know he's our, you know, our boy, Jerry Glanville. If you haven't listened to that, that episode, go check that out. He was the guy to hire Saban, give him his first NFL gig. But, um, so I know he's a good coach and I'm sure, sure he did fix that defense. Some from that old miss game, but I think the sec is a little bit down this year. I think I've heard many people say that, um, even, even with them being down, I mean, I have them rated as the number two conference, but it's very, very close between them and the ACC. I just believe the middle of the ACC is a little bit better than the middle of the SEC this year. Um, but it's close. So even with them being down, they're almost the best conference, in my opinion. Um, but reason, the, the main reason why I feel like it's, it's struggled this year has been quarterback play. Defenses as well, but also quarterback play. And I'm going to make a case for you here. Alabama's really only faced one decent quarterback all year, in my opinion. Uh, Missouri, they play Missouri out the gate, beat them 38, 19. They called off the dogs at halftime. I actually lost a bet on this, but because Missouri backdoored it, but uh, Missouri was starting the wrong quarterback. Then they were starting Sean Robinson. If memory serves me correct, the TCU transfer uh, and I think that was the only game he started, I think, or maybe he started the Tennessee game too, but they switched after that. Um, and then A&M Kellen Mond, we can A&M's having a great year and Bama destroyed him, but you will never convince me. And I'm not trying to, I have nothing personally against Kellen Mond. I just don't think he's a very good passing quarterback and to defend Mond, they don't have a lot of good wideouts in, in, in college station. They're a, they have a great O line, a good run game, two good running backs, a very good tight end. And some questionable whiteouts. Even with that, I don't trust Kellen Mond. I think it's a thing that's probably holding them back from being a true contender. But who knows? I mean, they're in the thick of it. They deserve a fight a shot, probably to play for the for the national championship, which is why we need to expand. But um, then they play Ole Miss, and Matt Corral's good. He's really good, um, and he lights them up. He, I mean, he really lights them up for 48 points. And, uh, after that they take on Stetson Bennett. Then they take on, uh, Jared Guarantano in Tennessee. who's just, if you want to talk about a quarterback holding a team back, I know the D line hasn't been great. I know the O line hasn't been great. Um, but just a mess. And then they took on Mike Leach's Mississippi state team. And you know, Mike Leach, a friend of the program. We love coach Leach, but we got to call a spade a spade here. And I think he'd tell you it uh, at the time. I believe I can't remember if it was Costello or, or, uh, or the freshman that started, but uh, 
either way, they put up a goose egg and they, they, their, their offense has been a mess all year. They had like everyone leave the program, Kylan Hill, everybody. Um, will will Rogers might've, I think played some of that game. Um, and then they took on Kentucky. They, they had a, two bye weeks and they took on Kentucky who was, in my opinion, this is one of the worst passing teams in the country, let alone the sec. Um, they, and, and they just rolled 63 to three. Then they took on Bo Nix, who's probably the second best quarterback, either him or Mond. I don't know what you go there, but I'm not a fan of either. I, I guess I would take Mond over Nix. But, uh, and then they took on LSU that was starting the freshman quarterback. And then they took on Arkansas, who played two quarterbacks. They played Franks. and they, So, in my opinion, they haven't played a very good quarterback. Now, I look at, the, I got the SEC quarterback rankings up, the passing stats. And currently one is trash. Two is Mac Jones. Three is corral. Four is Basilek, the Missouri transfer, the Missouri quarterback that became a starter after Alabama played him. After that, it's Bo Nix, Felipe Franks and Ken seals. Ken seals of Vanderbilt is ahead of, is ahead of Kellen Mond. Oh, this conference. And, and I really think the conference struggles are a lot of it based at the quarterback position. They're a huge liability from an all, from a quarterback standpoint for a lot of these teams. Um, and even, even with Nick's at five, he's not, you look at the stats, you break down, he's completing just 60% of his passes, which is all right, but only six yards of completion, 11 touchdowns, seven picks. That's, that's, that's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. Um, I mean, to give you an idea, Felipe Franks, Ken seals, Kellen Mond, Will Rogers, KJ Costello, uh, Guarantano, Miles Brennan, all producing a higher completion percentage than Bo Nix. So let that tell the tale right there. But JT Daniels, by the way, would be the, the, the team that all of a sudden they found a quarterback. They're coming up. A large playoff would be great to see the Bulldogs with JT Daniels. But anyway, this game. So I think Kyle Trask, I don't know if Bama's truly fixed that defense. I mean, the defense is good. They got players that are going to be in the NFL. But good all we and Saban's even said this in his, with his own words this year that uh, good offense beats good defense. The days of good defense are kind of gone, so that's why I believe Florida is going to have a shot in this game, like a legit shot. I, I look, I, I got an Alabama ticket to win the SEC. I hope I'm right, but I actually think they're going to be able to give Alabama a better game than most are thinking. I know Florida just lost to LSU, and I've called out Florida for being counterfeit all year. I truly have believed they've been counterfeit all year. I said, Florida was the same team as North Carolina and Oklahoma and UCF. I said, they all remind me of each other. Well, actually Oklahoma actually kind of separated himself and, and I guess UCF kind of fell down a little bit, but um, they remind me of each other because they can't stop anybody, but their offenses are really, really, really good. And they're very explosive, especially all four of those teams offensively they can go off on you and you won't, they, you might go a game where you don't punt. They didn't even punt against A&M and they lost, but um, you break down the Gators Trask, obviously just killing it. 40 touchdowns, five interceptions. That's unbelievable. Uh, now the problem here would be running the ball. Damian Pierce, Malik Davis, uh, right. And uh, I mean, they, they just have struggled running the ball. I almost think it's a commitment thing too, but uh, perhaps this could be the secret in them beating Alabama or, or like if you're a Florida fan, 
Sure. You want to see Trask do his thing like Corral did against Alabama. But I think the run game might be uh, a thing that you would need to utilize. And, and the most underrated underlining fact of this game, if they can somehow win the run game, which, you know, Bama's got this O line. That's amazing. This amazing backfield. Can you somehow not even win it? Can you make it comparable? Control the clock a little bit. Um, receiving the ball. We know Kyle Pitts is going to play. Uh, Tra- Tra- Travon Grimes is uh, coming off a good game. Kadarius Tony's a beast. We know they got players, and I think they're going to push Alabama to the brink on all of those. Uh, Jacob Copeland getting in there. So I expect that to to really be uh, uh, an advantage for Florida on offense against Bama's defense. I really do throwing the ball. Now running the ball, we got to see a little bit. Um, kicking the ball, McPherson, Howard, both have kicked for for the Gators. 52 of 52 of an extra points and 16 of 20 on field goals long of 55. You know, we missed that 50 some yarder uh, last Saturday and, and shout out to Greg Sankey for, for playing that game where, where the ACC canceled and, and, and some other schools canceled. I, I do commend them because they should play every game on their schedule. And you see what happens when you play week in week out is you can lose to a team like LSU who was horrible all year and probably still horrible. They'll probably lose to Ole Miss on Saturday, but Every game, and that's why we should have a large playoff because every game matters. Um, every game should matter. Every game should be played. You can't just tell me. I know Alabama's amazing, but uh, I will argue forever that you can't just say, hey, one team's better than the other one. Why? Like, why is Ohio State better than USC right now? I know USC's gotten lucky. I had to get an onside kick against Arizona State. But at the same time, Ohio state hasn't looked very good either. And I would actually argue that USC schedules better, but anyway, let's, let's get back to the, to the Gators and, and, uh, and talk about this defense. That's just got to show up in some way. Alabama's offense is so prolific. I mean, what's amazing is they're doing all of it without waddle. Uh, can this defense create any turnovers? Can they get after and just force Mac Jones, make them uncomfortable in the pocket and they shut down and limit Najee Harris. Who knows? I'm going to say on the D line though, and I'm sure Bama knows all about this, but you want to circle the name Zachary Carter for the Gators having a great season, uh, 33 tackles, four sacks, two pass deflections and a fumble recovery. Um, he's accompanied by uh, Kyrie Campbell. Who's played all right. Uh, Gert, uh, Jervin Dexter and uh, Marlon Dunlap. But Mm, I still think the, oh, the, uh, the O line of Alabama is going to, uh, I forgot to mention to Daryl Slayton also um, is going to really give that Florida D line some problems in the linebacking core. Ventrell Miller, 80 stops. He is by far the, t- you know, the closest guy in tackles is 27 tackles behind him. 80 stops, three and a half sacks, three pass deflections, fumble recovery. Um, they have also Muhammad Diabite, um, and, and Brenton Cox, James Houston, getting in there. Some Chris Boggle, uh, it's going to be tough, man, but I, I, they need to make a big, big play circle that linebacking core to really can, can somebody get in there, make a play strip sack, uh, an interception, something force a fumble. Uh, and in the secondary, Sean Davis leads the way him, Donovan Steiner, um, Elam, Marco Wilson, 
Brad Stewart Jr. Good luck. Good luck. Rashad Torrance the second. Good luck. You get your work cut out for you against those wideouts. I mean, if you can force a pick, you can just limit them a little bit. I, I don't think you will. But, you know, it's a funny game, you know, 11 on 11 with the football, maybe a deflection. Remember that old miss game? What was old Miss's formula to beating Bama? They didn't tread well, catch like a crazy pass off a deflection. Maybe you need a little luck too, you know, but you break down Bama, obviously Mac Jones is just a complete stud playing his ass off this year, not getting the love that he should probably. Um, and they even got Bryce young backing him up who I think is going to be really good too, but Najee Harris, Brian Robinson, really good running backs. That's going to be, I actually think that might be more important to, to, uh, Florida than stopping the pass game. Yeah. I'm going to say Harrison Robinson. Can you stop them and limit the pass game? That I, if I, if I'm, if I'm the, the Gators, that's the key to me. Can our run game be successful? Can we force a little bit of turnovers and can, and can we stop the Bama run game and make them have to pass to beat, beat us, which they still can, but I think that's your best shot at beating them. But uh, Devonte Smith, Jalen Waddle, uh, I'm sorry, Jalen Waddle injured, but uh, John Devonte Smith, John Mechie, just animals. They got two stud tight ends and Forstall and, and Billingsley. And even I, I expect Slade Bolden to be a guy that could have a big game. Um, and then kicking the ball, you know, they're fire 66 to 66, 11, 11 on field was having missed a, a kick has Bama. Um, and then defensively for Bama. Can, what, the, the stopping Trask and Pitts look, I mean, they're, they're making some turnovers. Obviously Dylan Moses stud, Christian Harris stud. They got players all over the field. Willie Anderson playing his ass off this year. Uh, in the secondary. How about that? Patrick Sertain. Going to need a big game. DeMarco uh, uh, Hellman's. He's going to need a big game. Jordan Battle, Daniel Wright. Um, Christian Barmore. That could be a big name also on the D-line. Make Trask. Because that's a thing. Is Florida's O-line wasn't projected to be really gr- like great. And I don't think they are. So can the I expect that Bama D-line to really give them fits. And, uh, you know, perhaps lead the, the, the Crimson Tide to victory here. Now, Vegas is saying the line is 17. And this is my point back to my callback of the quarterback play. I'm going to say you take the 17 points. I know Bama has been blowing everybody out, but they haven't faced a good quarterback. Matt Corral made them pay. And, and even then they lost by 15. But I think Florida is on par with that offense. Now, they were going a lot of no huddle. Maybe Mullen goes to that more. I don't know, but uh, I do think Florida's offense in a way has better playmakers, at least from a receiving standpoint than Ole Miss. Maybe not, not running the ball, but I do think Trask can light you up. So I'm going to say, take the 17 uh, Bama gets the win. Cause Saban's just a great coach. He'll find a way to get the win. Always under rest under it underestimated about Nick Saban is the special teams. I mean, we've seen it with at Florida where that uh, we saw, I mean, throughout, I feel like the past year or two at times. Now they made some big plays on special teams this year too. I guess that Tennessee game uh, stands out as a big game for that special teams play. But I would think Bama has a clear cut advantage from a special teams point of view. So 
Uh, give me the Gators though. And the 17 points. And I'm going to say third, like mid third quarter. I think there's going to be a game. Now Bama could pull away, but hopefully I win my money regardless. All right. Uh, but t- I'm on the Gators plus 17. I'll tell you that right now. All right. I think tide roll. I think tide win the national championship this year or the invitational championship. What the fuck you want to call it? Invitational championship. That's an, yeah. Invitational championship tied tied to get the win. Florida gets the cover. I win my, my bet at, as Bama wins the sec. Like they always do Saban adds to his legacy. All right, guys, like I said, if you're a first time listener to the college experience, make sure you subscribe. We handicap every single division one college basketball and college football game. Been doing it for four years. We got you covered. So make sure you subscribe and you know, we don't charge for picks and we won't charge for picks. And by the way, we've been on fire with our locks, college football and college basketball. If you're a Gator or tide fan in basketball, Nate Oates, you know, we've been, we've been killing it on the, on both fronts. So make sure you subscribe, check out the spreadsheet. We give you for free at sports gambling We also uh, tweet these things out daily. Um, we don't charge for picks. We won't charge for picks. The only thing I'll try to charge you for is your kindness. I would love it. If you got over to iTunes, gave us a five-star review, said some kind things about us because oftentimes sponsors look at that. They've told us in years past that, uh, they want to see fans engaged talking about the show they're about to invest in. So perhaps you give us that review and uh, a company sees it. And then we get a bunch of money. We give you more episodes. You win more money. You, you fucking meet that girl that you always wanted. And she's actually interested in you because you got some coin in your pocket. Got a little Rolex on, nice little T-shirt, all from this gambling money, you know. And she's into you because you're confident, because you know your bank account's looking pretty darn good. You know what I mean? Buy yourself that toupee or that Bosley, or get some stem cell. Next thing you know, you're pumping out kids with that beautiful girl, having a dandy of a life, and then your kids are listening to us, and we're getting richer. And I buy an island. And I fucking, I don't know. Anyway, guys, please subscribe to the college experience. Um, and if you're kind enough to give us a five-star review, uh, take a screenshot with your phone, tag me at the Colby D on Twitter. And I will enter you in a David Stern, like raffle where you're guaranteed to win a college experience t-shirt over the next month. How about that? A free shirt, a token for your kindness. All right. Pay it forward guys. Let's, let's, let's do it. Uh, at the Colby D on Twitter, my co-hosts that are normally with me, NC Nick, he's on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K Patty C's on Twitter at Patty C eight, three, one. We are part of the sports gambling podcast. They are on Twitter at the SGP network. Give them a follow. Check out the sports gambling podcast Slack channel. That's always great. This is the college experience sec preview. Take the Gators, take the Gators in the 17. I say, and we out.
It's finally spring, and I'm saying goodbye snow, hello adventure. And during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event, you can get epic deals on your favorite Honda model. Ready to get rugged? Then take the off-road in an all-wheel drive Honda SUV, like the CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, or redesigned Ridgeline. Want to take a spring road trip? Then check out a fuel-efficient turbocharged Civic or Accord. Say goodbye to winter, and hello to a new Honda. Don't miss huge savings during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event. Now at your local Honda dealer.